Welcome back. So today we're talking about the three tips that's going to make walk-in um, your least reactive dog way more enjoyable. Because I know working, I have react, I have a reactive dog myself. Working with a reactive dog, you even walk on them, it can be pretty stressful. So we want to give you three tips to make walk-in more enjoyable with them. My name is Pamela Brown with Down for Paws Dog Training. We provide practical training solutions to make life living with your dog way easier. All right. So let's just hop right into it because I know um, when I'm working with families and I'm getting the calls, this is probably like within the top three um, problem behaviors that I'm getting um, calls about that people want to tackle. So let's just jump right into those three tips. So first and foremost, when we're talking about a reactive dog and you're going on walks, you want to take the environment into consideration. Ideally, if your dog is lunging and barking at other dogs, other people, you want to be sure to walk them um, during times where they're least likely to be other dogs and triggers and things like that outside, just to make sure that your dog stays calmer, you're not as stressed. So a lot of times I always talk to families about walking a reactive dog extremely early in the morning before everyone's out for school or getting ready for work and into cars um, and all the hustle and bustle of the neighborhoods going on or really, really late in the evening at night. Um, at sometime after seven o'clock where it's starting to become dark, but even at nighttime when it's dark, I do have some neighbors that have a reactive dog and I always see them walking their dog at 10 o'clock at night. And I promise you just changing up the time of day as you walk your reactive dog, um, you'll start to see that you're less stressed. Your dog becomes less stressed because whether you know it or not, when you're walking your dog and if they're already, um, you know, barking and lunging, we do feel stressed about it. But that stress goes right down into the leash to your dog. So ideally walking them at a different time of day where it's less likely to be triggers out will cause them to be calm and will help you be calm as well, at least until you can get some training for your dog under your belt. All right. So the second one that's going to be helpful is to gradually, you know, exposing your dogs um, to other dogs, whether they're triggered towards or uh, react towards whether that's dogs or people, you can gradually expose them to them because I, you know, I know that, you know, all the time you're not going to be able to walk your dog extremely early in the morning or late in the evening. So you want to be able to encounter these situations and know what to do or just in general, know how to work with your dog and practice some training stuff when you're, you know, in the midst of those triggers. So ideally what you want to do is uh, in dog training world, we have a um, we have a, a word called counter conditioning. That's just a fancy word of meaning. If your dog's like a barking and lunging reactor towards other dogs, that's just a fancy word about a fancy word for stand at a distance away from that trigger, the person or dog where your dog is calm. And you just simply walk in back of the dog or the person and you give your dog treats at the same time. Because what we're trying to do here is change how they feel um, about, you know, a dog or a person. You know, some dogs are reactive. It's not always a bad thing. Maybe they're reactive because they want to um, greet another dog or person, but sometimes they could be reactive because they're fearful. So you want to take that into consideration. But ideally, just walking at a safe distance behind another dog or person uh, where your dog's calm and treating them at the same time. Um, so they start to get that exposure to something that they're fearful is and building that positive um, relationship. The last tip that's going to be um, important is let's talk about um, utilizing appropriate tools and stuff like that for re for a reactive dog. So ideally, um, you're probably like tools, like how's that going to help? But if your dog's already pulling, what we can do in the midst of things is try to decrease some of that pulling. 
So ideally, when we're talking about working with a reactive dog, I like using um, our bright clip harness that clips in the chest area here. A lot of times folks will use the ones that clip in the back and all it does is just make your dog pull more towards what they're reactive towards. So ideally you wanna get the harness that clips in the chest area because what it does is redirect their pulling and it'll help decrease the pulling a little bit more um, so that they're not like pulling full steam ahead. My favorite harness to use is the Easy Walk brand harness, um, that front clip harness. I don't really tend, to, I, I stay away from the mesh ones because if you, just a t quick tip, if you, do, are, if you are using a harness, right? And the, the clip is supposed to be in the middle of the chest here. And if it's way over here, it's ineffective. And I find that a lot of the mesh ones um, end up having a clip way over here. So that's why I like the ones without mesh, the Easy Walk brand, that's right here. So get yourself a harness if you do have a reactive dog. Um, but also just, you know, focusing on, um, oh, no, sorry. You want to get yourself a harness, but also when it comes down to the leash, um, a lot of times people use retractable leashes, but that doesn't, if your dog's already pulling, a retractable leash just has them kind of yo-yo and it doesn't give them a sense of when not to pull. Definitely if you're, you know, trying to stop them from pulling and stuff like that. So ideally just a regular front clip um, leash, a front clip harness, and then a regular leash will um, do. You want to try to stay away from the retractables at this time, but those three tips will definitely get you walk in with a reactive dog until you can get some training because you definitely um, want to reach out to a trainer to work with um, you through these things. You definitely try to do it yourself, but ideally you may want to use a trainer just to make sure you're doing things correctly. I do have families that call. Maybe they got some, some information offline and stuff, but they do know a great deal. It's just about someone like myself coming in and putting together all the pieces and working through it with you together or just coming in and talking to you about it just to make sure you're doing the right things to get your dog not to be reactive. But make sure you're going to use these three tips. So first, um, just to go through them again, the first one is making sure you're establishing a calm and positive environment. So whether you're working early in the morning, not working, walking your dog early in the morning or late in the evening or whatever time of day that is like quiet in your area, you definitely want to use that. Oh, another quick tip. Say you're walking your dog and say it is during that quiet time, but you run across a dog or a person or whatever they're reactive towards. We do something called walking away. It's just very simple. You just turn and try to walk away in the opposite direction with your dog until, you know, the other person, a dog passes, you know, waiting behind a car, pulling in someone's, um, walking in someone's driveway a little bit, not too far. You don't want to get in trouble. But things like that, just um, removing yourself from the situation. Um, number two, gradual exposure, counter, counter conditioning. Like I said, it's just a fancy word for stand at a distance where your dog is not so reactive and walking nicely and rewarding your dog for staying behind um, that, re, um, that trigger. And last but not least, making sure you're using the appropriate tools. So that front clip harness, uh, as you know, my favorite is the Easy Walk brand and just make sure you're not using a retractable leash. You're just using a regular six foot leash because it does give you better control on walk. So these three tips will make walking your leash reactive dog more enjoyable. But of course, if you have questions or if you want a copy, because we do have a leash reactivity um, guide, you could just, um, I actually, what I'll do is I will put the link in the comments for the reactivity guide so you can take a peek at that and now help you on the journey. But always, if you have questions, feel free to leave, uh, reach out, drop them in the comments. You can always listen to me um, if you're driving along or working at home on the pod, any of the podcast platforms. 
um, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple at Positive Dog Training Convo. So be sure to find me there. But other than that, truly enjoy your week. Take your dog out for a nice, enjoyable walk. And I'll see you next week with another great topic. Bye.